Hi, you guys. Welcome to Fat People with Opinions. I'm your host, Isaiah. And I'm your other host, Taylor. And we're back. Mm-hmm. We're fat. Mm-hmm. And we still have fucking opinions. Bitch. Bitch, twice in a row I did that. <laughs> Yay. And I did it right the first time. I'm so proud of you. How are you doing, friend? You know, today is a better day than most. <laughs> I live for a, a high note introduction. <laughs> you know, I live for that. I just, the last couple of weeks, my anxiety has been on like 12 out of 10. And I don't know why. I just be, if it's up, then it's up, then it's up and it's stuck. Like, I, I don't, can. I can't come back down. I don't know what the issue is. But my anxiety, I, today has been better. I don't know what happened yesterday or last night or this morning to like really lift the weight off my chest. But I, I'm feeling better today than I have in the last like couple of weeks i love that i'm so happy to hear that you're feeling better because i know that you were like not going through it but you were yeah because there was not really anything to go through i was just feeling crazy like i was feeling i don't know it just felt like my chest was tight and i just felt like at any moment the fire nation could attack and <laughs> i was worried Felt like any moment a titan could bust out of the backyard and my life would be over bitch and just break down your entire roof and then eat your mom. <laughs> Not my mom. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, it would happen to Aaron. But, okay, well, I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better. And I'm glad to hear that we're, you know, attempting to do this recording thing again. Mm-hmm. After Attempting. <laughs> attempting. <laughs> and who knows like, what the result shall be. But It's been like three weeks <laughs> since we recorded. Has it really? It's only been like two. No, because we didn't record... This past Saturday, we didn't record the Saturday before, and we didn't record the Saturday before. We recorded the Saturday before that. I don't, I don't think we did. The last time we we released... haven't had a, a, a episode since before my birthday, and my birthday was the twenty second. That was two weeks ago. So, this is the the third week that we haven't recorded, but the second week that an episode has been released. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if we get an episode up this week, it'll just be two weeks. That's what I'm saying. So we're really, girl, again, we're we're a multi billion dollar <laughs> industry, honey. We are, you know, a, a staple in American households all across the nation. Come on, all across the nation, bitch, worldwide, really, bitch, we're global. <laughs> At this point, we have reached a level of just stardom that just is undeniable. We are a syndicated talk show. And honestly, I feel like I don't know what awards they give out for those things, but Hollywood Walk of Fame, <laughs> a star. I need a star. I need all that. Come all- on. Somebody told me that um, syndication is 100 episodes, and I think we're on episode, <laughs> <laughs> we're on episode like, what, 18? Two, 20? bitch. We're like on episode two. And really out here thinking we're doing something. But yes, we're doing all of the things. We Yes, we're syndicated at this point. Where are the checks? They need to come in. <laughs> like, um, I was about to say, I'm feeling, um, you ever have those days where you're kind of just on autopilot? Mm-hmm. That's all how the time. I, that's how I feel today. That's how I feel. I feel like uh, I don't feel any particular strong emotion about my day, which is kind of sad when you think about it. Cause like, bitch, you know, live right. <laughs> and also, you know, we are these organisms that are slowly deteriorating into, you know, death and nothingness, but like, <laughs> that's so morbid. Death but and nothingness. But, so you really don't have time to be out here wasting days. <laughs> But, you know, sometimes you just have days where it's like, 
kind of just moving based off of habit and like what you've done in previous days. That's kind of how I feel today. Yeah. And maybe it's just the, the tiredness coming out, um, coming up in the conversation because niggas worked a full shift today and I've been up since like five. I went to the gym. Uh-uh. So. so you be doing a lot. But I also like, no, because I woke up at five because I couldn't go back to sleep. And I just was sitting there on my phone on Instagram like, <laughs> bitch, you can go back to sleep. But you can go back to sleep. And then you start getting that whole, like, anxious kind of conversation in your head about, okay, so you're not going to sleep. So you have an hour to get some sleep, and mm-hmm. then you will feel okay. Okay, mm-hmm. you have you can get 45 minutes if you go to sleep now. You can get 30 minutes if you go to sleep now. Okay, yeah. are you going to go to sleep or not? Maybe you should just go to the gym now and then come back and sleep before you clock in. Like, these are all the thoughts I'm having in my head <laughs> as opposed to just going to sleep. I was with you until you said... Maybe you should just go to the gym now, cause no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, just go to the gym now, so that way you can come back and then get ahead of your schedule, so that way you can try to fit in a nap in later, cause you know you'll be tired. That doesn't happen, and you just end up being up. So that was my whole thought process. I ended up just staying up until I went to the gym at like seven forty-five, and then I've been up ever since. And I'm realizing. I used to be a nap, like nobody's business. <laughs> I really used to be a nap girl, like down in college ask ben to ask dijon a child i there would be times where they would hear from me for hours on end bitch because the duration of a lord <laughs> of the rings film bitch i'm sleep i'm hours three hours four hours sleep that's never been me i've never been a nap i know people when i say people i mean my partner mm-hmm. will really nap all day long like we'll wake up eat breakfast and then be like, I need a net and take a net and yes. then wake up and mm-hmm. eat lunch and then be like, I'm gonna take another net. I just can't, I don't, I can't relate. <laughs> Cause once I'm up, I'm up. Like I don't need, I'm not taking a nap in the middle of the day. Cause it just fucks up everything when I'm supposed to go to bed now. I mean, I like, cause I used to, what is it called? Like a, um, biphasic sleep schedule, like a multi-phase sleep schedule. Like when I was in college, I really like unintentionally had that kind of schedule where like instead of getting like full eight consecutive hours of sleep i would get four hours at a time dispersed throughout the day Mm -mm. and like when i think about it's kind of like is that harmful is it not or is it just another way of organizing your life in a way that feels more comfortable because it's harmful if you can function on four hours of sleep i cannot but you're getting eight hours of sleep you're just not getting eight hours of sleep at a time you know what i'm saying like there were times where i would wake up like read get some work done go to the gym do my workout and then like go to sleep because i need a reset reset wake up and then go and do you know whatever i need to do for the rest of the night and then go to sleep and then get like another four or five hours no see this is why i don't nap because then I would, mm-mm, I would just be all kinds of fucked up. Yeah, and some people like Benta. She says that she never could nap because she would wake up feeling completely disoriented and like bitch, yeah, like, like she was kidnapped. And then <laughs> what day is it? Am I okay? Is it? Am I supposed to have homework done? Like, I, nah, no. Completely disoriented, and she really does wake up like somebody stole her, and she's just in her home. Okay, I don't have those issues. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying like she would completely be like out of it, and I'm like, girl, you just went to sleep. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it is all right but yeah um i don't know what we were just talking about but <laughs> but yeah um so uh, i've been feeling kind of like out of it not out of it out of it isn't the best word to describe but like kind of like a zombie today but 
have you been paying attention to what's going on kind of politically? Sort of. So I, um, I saw that the Senate passed the next relief bill Mm -hmm. and, um, I saw politically see i haven't really been following american politics because i've been so engulfed in what's going on in the royal um like in the royal kingdom over i don't know shit about this but i've watched the 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 clips on on instagram i watched the full interview and then i did a bunch of research and i was just like bitch this is wild so talk to me so talk me through this i don't know who the fuck these people are Who you are can't not know who these people are. So the queen, hello, the queen, some white bitch in London. <laughs> who, I don't know who she is. Her um daughter or her daughter-in-law was Princess Diana. You mm-hmm. know who Princess Diana is. Princess Diana's sons, Harry and William. Mm-hmm. Harry married Meghan Markle. Yes. Okay. So I know who these people <laughs> are. What I'm saying is like. People really give these people a lot. Like Yes. Well, because they're royal. And I was thinking about this when I was watching the interview, um, and Oprah asked Megan, was it like nerve wracking when you met your boyfriend, your fiance's grandmother? Because mm-hmm. she's the queen. Yeah. Um, and Megan was like, Well, when I met Her Majesty the Queen, and I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> and she was like, It was just a really chill time. Like we were I remember what she said they were doing, but it was like something regular that like families would do. Yeah. But she still had to like curtsy in front of her. Like it was, it was wild. But I was like, if I was dating someone, if my partner's parent were the president, it would not be a big deal to me. Like it would yeah. be like, oh, yeah, that nigga is the president. Like <laughs> it would not be like a, oh, I'm so nervous because I'm about to meet the queen. You know, like they take it very seriously over there. It's a different thing than it is here. But what is like, I need, I need a Barbara Walters exclusive. Like what is at the root of that? Is it like just because we're holding on to these traditions? In, yeah. In- yeah. I think it's just tradition. And what I've learned through like researching everything is that, we as Americans put a lot of weight into what like the Royal kingdom does, but they are just like a figurehead the same way that a president is here. Right. But, um, cause when Megan was talking about all the things that were going on and how she was like, she was like at the her lowest point mentally when she was like trapped in the Royal palace, basically because they told her that she couldn't be outside because she was too oversaturated. So she was basically trapped in the palace and her mental health was like plummeting. Wait, so she was trapped in the palace because she was too, like the the media was covering her too much. Yeah. And she was dating Harry and she was basically just like, I want to go hang out with my friends. Like, is it cool if I go out with my friends? And the palace was telling her, no, like you can't go outside. You're too oversaturated. You need to stay in the house. So she was basically, she's basically been quarantined for the last four years of her life. And, um, Right. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm like, who the fuck are y'all? Bitch? That's if what I, I'm saying. Outside? Y'all work for us. Like the the palace, it, it's called the firm or the calm, right? Those mm-hmm. are the people who work in the palace. But like in my mind, if I'm print, if I'm princess Meghan Markle, bitch, cause now I'm married to the prince, right. you work for me. So how are you telling me that I can't do something? But apparently it's like, we're just figureheads. Like we're just here to keep the people pacified. We don't actually run shit. <laughs> we are ran. So does the, the queen have any kind of like executive, like is she, cause you know how in America, in American political context, like the president had, is essentially the 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 president in chief, the the military, the chief military officer. Yeah. So what I'm gathering is that mm. the pre, I mean, the queen has ceremonial power, which is basically just all for show. Okay. So like she can say in a ceremony, oh, we're taking away 
Prince Harry's title and we're taking his security away. Mm-hmm. But she didn't actually make those decisions. And she doesn't have any say in those decisions. But in a ceremony, she can say, oh, by royal queen's decree, this is what's happening. So then why is she... So really, this is all to placate like a, a population. Yeah. Like because, of, but what is? But I'm I'm like thinking about this in in a 2021 context where niggas have access to social media, niggas have access to the internet and technology. Like, do people really put a lot of weight and stake in these ideals even still? Like, is this something that people? I see, but I don't know how the people who live in. I can't want to say Britain. There's like a place. <laughs> There's like a place. People who live in the UK. There we go. I don't I don't know how people in the UK take it, but I just maybe it's because of where we live. I just don't see me looking at one person and being like, oh yeah, they run everything. Right. Like this is so outside of like my realm of kind of conception and understanding that I'm like, what the fuck? Like, okay, so you so you are a figurehead and you have all of these ceremonial powers, but you really don't have any kind of immediate impact on my life, yeah. direct impact on my life. No. Why do we care about the fact that you decided to, to make this point to say that these people are no longer going to be considered like a part of the royal family? The only thing that makes it interesting about me is that we have these traditions and then now they're starting to change because you're, you're interacting with someone of color. Like mm-hmm. that's where it becomes interesting to me. Like, hmm... Okay, so wait. I'm sorry, because I do want to know about the world. So, so w- from the interview, what was the thing that stood out to you? We can just get back into it. What was the one of the the things that stood out to you about the interview about what she was talking about, Meghan Markle? Um, she well, she was being very candid, first of all, and she was also trying really hard to protect, um, the royal palace image. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she said that um, a conversation was had with Harry about. First of all, their son, Archie, they didn't know it was a son at the time, mm-hmm. but they were told that the baby was not going to get um, a royal title, which is bananas because it's the child of a prince. Thus, mm-hmm. it would be a prince or a princess. It's not going to get a royal title. In, in line for the throne, right? Right. I mean, it's a very long line, but mm-hmm. potentially in that line. Right. And my first thought was William and Kate, the other prince and his wife, mm-hmm. have children who all have titles. So why the fuck would my child not get a title? And then also, because he doesn't get a title, because the child doesn't get a title, the child doesn't get security, which is also bananas because Mm -hmm. this is a royal child. The media is going to know about this child. And you're saying that you're not going to protect this child? This child that is a direct descendant of the queen is not going to have any protection. And when you really extrapolate that, if this is part of your social and political kind of structure for your country, other countries, I mean, this is me thinking on some fucking horrible kind of, you know, (laughs) I don't know if anyone has ever played Civilization, (laughs) the Civilization (laughs) games, but like niggas could just decide that they want to kidnap this child right. and decide to use that as leverage right. to, to make you do something as some sort of political power. Right. And, but you're not going to give this child any, any protection. kind of security. Yeah, that's wild. And then the part that really, really, really blew me was she said that a conversation was had with Harry about a, a lot of conversations were had about royal image, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason she couldn't go outside is because she's already too saturated and we have to think about the image of the royal kingdom, whatever. But a conversation was had with Harry about how dark we thought the child was going to be and what that that would do 
to the image. Meanwhile, this child is white. This is a white baby. A white man. And if you look at Megan, I don't know how you can look at Megan and say her child is going to be chocolate. I don't know how you can do that. I'm like, bitch, what? I mean, sometimes, sometimes, honey, them jeans will show out, bitch. Like, (laughs) you pull deep, 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 deep within your lineage, honey, and you'll you'll think one thing, and then you'll come out, your baby looking like, you know, I was just so blown away by this whole interview. It just blew my mind. Apparently, it's not the queen who is saying these things, though, which was my initial thought. I thought that the queen was really out here talking out the side of her neck, <laughs> but it's not her. It's the 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 firm, the calm, the people who actually run the palace. And the justification. So, what was the justification for them saying you're not going to have a title? Like all this preceded, you know, the whole birth of the baby, and mm-hmm. them questioning whether or not. She, I mean, we're we're just assuming that they're racist at this point. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, we <laughs> based off of their you kind of um, their disparate treatment of Meghan Markle. So we're assuming that it's a race issue. But what did they say was their justification for why they wouldn't provide? Meghan said that she never got a justification. She never got a reason as to why this was happening to her child. It just is. So the reason that they said that she they wouldn't be provided security or that they wouldn't have a title was because well the reason that the child wouldn't get security is because the child wouldn't have a title, title. Okay. and megan was like well we're not telling you to take the child's title away so what's going on mm-hmm. and she never got an answer so and what what else are we supposed to deduce outside of racism right looking at looking at the framing of the situation what else are we supposed to do because if you take it at base level and you just look at the differences between what megan is going through and what Kate Middleton is going through or mm-hmm. has gone through. And she's not a descendant of the royal family. No, she's she married, married Prince into... William. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just like Meghan Markle married Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. None of this is happening to her. All of her kids have titles or will have titles when uh, the queen dies because that's how that works. Mm-hmm. When your grandparent ascends, you get a title. But Archie will not. Archie is such an interesting name. This <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know well, why. He, I think he's it's a, a white man, so... A white man. Um, that's so unfortunate. I was the only thing I was living for this entire interview was that curly ass wig that Oprah had on, bitch. Because I'm like, I just live for Oprah in a curly wig. I feel like that's where we're really gonna get into the fucking details, bitch. I can't. We're really gonna get into a story, and we're really gonna try to uncover some shit and really unpack some shit. And then them hand gestures, bitch, where she was like, ugh. I, y'all can't see, but I'm holding my hands up, bitch, because she was just, you know. Somebody posted a meme on Twitter. It was like, it was like, <laughs> Megan and Ar- Megan and um Harry. Hey, Oprah, we've put you in a glass box, and then it's Oprah going. <laughs> I cannot. I fucking love. Well, I saw someone on the shade room today post. Let's see, taking shots. I saw someone. I came in eighth. My poor friend. <laughs> um, I saw someone, just so that y'all aware, um, we love visual stimuli while we're recording <laughs> because I have ADHD. I mean, I don't have a clinical diagnosis, but I'm pretty sure I do. And I'm watching the TV and I'm watching Taylor stream as we're recording. And <laughs> We're she- playing Mario Kart. And I told the chat that I would take a shot if I came less than fifth, I think. And I came in eighth. So I took a shot. Also, like... The bitch was on fucking Star Road, and that is just like the hardest fucking. Is it called Star Road? Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road, whatever. <laughs> that shit was like the hardest board on Mario Kart in every fucking franchise. But what was I saying? 
Um, I saw a, a meme on the shade room today that was like, when <laughs> when you just filled out your work history for an application and then they asked you, or you when you just submitted your re- resume for an application and then they asked you to do your work history and then it was like <laughs> her holding the hands up, took me down. Because bitch, all that information is on the resume. I don't understand. Because why am I submitting, like job applications really be having you saying, submitting your entire life's work. They said, okay, I need a cover letter. I need references. I need work months, history. too. Because like you're submitting it and then you're submitting it again, and then they're going to ask you, and then you got to tell them again. <laughs> like, just open the email. Just open the email. Okay, and just call it a day, bitch. They also want you to color a picture just to make sure that you color in the fucking lines, bitch. <laughs> they also want you to write um, an essay so they can have, you know, a writing sample. Like the fuck? They want to see your W-2s from your previous places of employment. All that. Wild. What else was I going to talk about? You were, you asked me about um politics. what's happening in politically, right? So tell me what you were thinking about. Uh, girl, I just have been feeling a little bit politically disengaged, disillusioned, disappointed. <laughs> All Dis- the disses. Okay, disenfranchised. Because this stimulus package is very, 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 very important. And I don't want to take that gain away from people because these people need the money. Like, fuck politics on some, like, oh, niggas is just doing this to kind of, like, prove a point to the right or prove a point to the left. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. on some rhetorical people, you know, getting caught up in kind of, like, the horse race of politics and not understanding how this directly impacts people's lives. Like, policy and how it directly impacts people's lives. Fuck that shit. I'm more into this because... Government is supposed to be a direct kind of, um, it's supposed to directly impact your life. Like these are supposed to be people representing us as constituents, as people who live in this country. So obviously the decisions that they make are going to have an impact on us and they're supposed to be an extension of us. So I don't get caught up in kind of like, let me make sure that I like this policy because I know Republicans are going to hate it kind of shit. It's like, it is the, are the, the terms of the policy, you know, legitimate, are they sound? Does it make sense? Is it kind of like a good policy? So the COVID policy, I say all that to say that the COVID policy is good. The COVID stimulus policy is good, but I'm not understanding why we're not trying to do more. Like, fuck, like, why is there no minimum wage? Yeah, (laughs) I was looking at it like, you got to take your wins where you take your wins. But also cutting minimum wage out of the, the package was dumb because there are lots of arguments against raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour, none of which are logical. Or, or sound or good. Um, But at the end of the day, I think people are worried that if you raise minimum wage to $15, then there are people with like degrees who are not making $15, but it should be a sliding scale. Like Mm -hmm. if you raise the bottom, the top will raise too. That's, that's kind of how things work, you know? Right. And I also feel like the justification for us not doing something is so that we can kind of keep the things as they, you get what I'm saying? It's like, we shouldn't make the justification for why we're deciding that we're not going to raise the minimum wages because other people are potentially making that or a little bit more. So it's going to offend them for people who don't have degrees to be making kind of a comparable wage. And it's like, no, bitch, because at the end of the day, 
what people fail to realize is we are all one episode away from having to work at fucking McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like this, this like you get what I'm saying. We are all one, you know, one car accident away from having to move back in with our moms. We are all one, um, you know, fucking you signed the wrong contract and then you get into a fucking bad deal, bitch. And you have to make some money kind of quick. Like you never know what's going to happen in your life. That's going to kind of just completely uproot your financial situation and have to kind of, pull yourself back up and it's going to be easy to pull yourself back up. If you can go to like a McDonald's, if you can go to your local store, pick up a cute little job, work a couple hours, get that $15 an hour, make a livable wage. Right. And get back on your feet. You never know. And also like, bitch, like, can you imagine like how the, you can work two jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's $30. And I'm not saying and people thrive. should be working to it. Imagine if we could all just thrive. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just thinking about this. I am always on, I'm a flight risk at my job. Especially <laughs> now that I paid off my car. Congratulations to me. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, and the people who are probably listening to this who have money, probably like, bitch, you paid off your car. That's not monumental. But like, bitch, that is. That's absolutely monumental. Okay. Like, I, I be thinking was... about that shit when I have I have shit from like um uh, Aaron's the rent to own place mm-hmm. and I'd be like this is my last payment bitch <laughs> we getting out to this contract today right like don't let people out here who have thousands of dollars and millions of dollars make you feel crazy as a regular ass person when you do something when you have some sort of accomplishment as far as your finances right. are concerned celebrate all of your accomplishments celebrate no matter how your small. wins right like paying a uh, paying off a bill early. And knowing that you don't have to worry about dishing out that money for that means that you can allocate more resources to other things. And it also means that you don't, you're not as beholden to your fucking employer right. as you were. Like, that's one of the things I'm, I'm realizing that I feel like if I want to quit, I could just quit and not feel like an, a sense of obligation or kind of like. Be worried that like your car's going to get repossessed because you can't make the bill payment. Because I paid it off. And that's what I'm saying. Like going back to the point about the minimum wage, when I want to get people out of the situations where they have to be so stuck to these jobs that aren't, that don't give a fuck about them. You get what I'm saying? I mean, still, if it's a $15 minimum wage, it's like, okay, this is still operating through your employer. It's not like a, U- a UBI, like a universal basic, you know, universal basic income, but it's still like, if we know that this is the minimum, the threshold, then it's like, bitch, I don't have to worry about McDonald's because, bitch, I can go to Walmart. Right. You get what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about Walmart, bitch, because I can go work at Macy's. I can work at Hot Topic. I can go work at Forever 21 and still make the same wage because I know they have to have at least that floor. Right. So it gives you a little bit more financial freedom. Also, like, politically, it's a popular ass fucking bill. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a popular policy. This, all the, this, the people that I trust and the podcasts I listen to, they say like, it's like 76% of the country wants the people to raise the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, imagine 76% of the country agreeing on anything, anything on anything. So if you are interested in maintaining power, cause let's be clear, what, what this whole COVID thing, and it, I'm saying it like it's, you know, like fucking a hair comb. But like what, <laughs> like what this COVID experience has taught us in terms of our government's capacity to help us is that Republicans are not interested in governing. They're not interested in 
bringing about policies that are actually going to help people. At all. They're not. Because it's, it's not in their DNA. It's not in their MO. They're more interested. Their basic kind of political philosophy is, you know, hands off government. Governments that's supposed to get in these and in, get involved in these kinds of things. The market will fix all issues and kind of individual and personal responsibility is like the 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 all being. That's kind of their MO. So they're already not going to subscribe to anything that's going to result in real impacts on people's lives. So that being the case, why would you handicap yourself as the Democratic Party by not going far enough to 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 ensure your power by bringing about a, a, a policy that is so fucking popular? Right. You get what I'm saying? Then you can say <laughs> to bitches, guess what we did for you? $15 minimum wage. And we did it immediately, like we said we would. Because all of the gains that these niggas are making as far as material benefits in this COVID policy are just that, only operating within this COVID Mm -hmm. situation. It's not going to be extrapolated outside of that. So it's like people are going to, because COVID is going to come and go. But if you haven't, we can have a conversation about this too, bitch, because I was pissed about this. If you haven't brought about um, any kind of student loan forgiveness, if you haven't brought about a $15 minimum wage, if we're not seeing any... Because remember, um, Joe Biden was all about that public option, bitch. Where's mm-hmm. that conversation? Where is it at? Where is it? I'm not seeing anything about that. Where's the public option? Where is it at? Because all of y'all were like, oh, no. Uh, Joe, what is his name? Joe Biden <laughs> is a better option than Bernie Sanders because a, a public option on, gives everybody what they need. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, but where is that? You don't get nothing now. Nobody gets anything now. Meanwhile, we could have had every. Let me shut up, cause I'm gonna get mad. Right, and that's why I'm saying I've been feeling, cause I the the COVID bill is good, and I think that you know if you have children, um, especially younger children, girl, I'm happy for you. I'm I, happy that you're gonna get these checks. I'm happy that you're gonna have money to get above your situation, cause people are still out here hurting. Let's be clear. Yeah, people are still out here hurting. Excuse me. Um, and people getting those direct stimulus checks, that's everything too. Again, why would you shoot yourself in the foot when you told people it's going to be $2,000 and then now you're sending out checks for $1,400. $2,000 out the door is what you told us. And you told people who voted in Georgia, mm-hmm. if you vote for us, you're going to get a $2,000 check. Now you have to do the work of explaining to people, no, we, I was mean, I meant the $600 plus the $1,400 is going to, you know, equal that $2,000. Bitch, nobody wants to hear that. Where's the $2,000 check? That you promised us. Because again, this is what happens and what people don't realize. People don't trust politicians. At all. Because y'all like, lie constantly. About little shit for no reason. For no reason. Because you didn't have to say that. You didn't have to say, oh, if, if you go and vote for me now, I'm going to give you $2,000 checks. You didn't have to say that because you knew you didn't mean you knew you didn't mean it. Right. So why would you say it? You didn't have to do that. You lying for no reason. And then what happens is people like my brother, who I love and I care for, will see something like that and say and use it as justification for why they don't have to participate in the political process. Because you've given them reason to disengage because they can't trust that you're going to follow through on something that you said that you were going to do. Right. And because that it's like they don't see the benefit of participating in the process because everyone's a liar. And that's why I'm saying like 
the Democratic Party, like I'm, I'm, I'm not one of these people who are more interested in critiquing the Democratic Party because let's be clear, no Republicans voted for this bill. None, none of them, <laughs> not none one. of them. So again, that demonstrates that they don't give a fuck about nothing. It also demonstrates that it's important that we participate in this progress, right. in this process, because I think the score was like fifty to forty nine or some mm-hmm. shit. You're right. One, one vote put us over the top, and it's right. because we held the majority that we are getting these checks in the first place in the first place so yes that's why i'm saying it's kind of like a conflicting thing because if we didn't do that then it would mean that we wouldn't be experiencing this at all right but again it's like you you don't have the 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 you can't just continue to say that the republicans are evil and expect people to be like okay the republicans are evil i'm gonna vote for you that's not it's not gonna continue to be a winning argument that's not enough right what are you because we all know that (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and we all, we all, and when I say we, I'm talking about people who think like me. That it's clear that based off of the fact that they, because there's no reason why you would not vote for this bill, outside of you just feeling like you don't want people to have these things. Um, so we know that Republicans are evil. What are you going to do to bring some sort of material benefit to people's lives? Do you think there's maybe an argument that like we don't, the country does not have enough money to give every citizen this money? Because I feel like somebody made that argument and that was why it was like, that's why Republicans are voting against it. But then my, my second thought right after that is, can we just print more money? Like, the, don't we control how much money is going through the economy in the first place? This is why I need to really start reading more once I get some more time. Because the people who I've, because that whole, that whole argument I've started to hear become more debunked, become debunked by people. Because you know how like when we were growing up, they used to always say to us like, the the deficit they used to really fear monger yeah. to us about the deficit when we were growing up like i remember on, on the news i would always hear people talking about oh we can't vote for this kind of social social policy because or economic policy because it was going to mean that it cost too much money and it would increase the deficit and i remember growing up thinking like oh my god we don't want to increase the deficit because <laughs> if the deficit is increased the world is going to end my god money we won't be able to print money we won't you know like <laughs> meanwhile money is like <laughs> bitch we can print it because we can print right. it. We created it and thus we can print more. <laughs> and I mean, again, I'm not nobody's macroeconomic economist, you know, you econo- economist. Economist. <laughs> economist. <laughs> I'm not no one's, you know, uh, a PhD in macroeconomics. Neither I'm not, I. but I'm saying that we already have proof from the Republican Party that they don't care about the deficit when it comes to giving tax cuts to the wealthy and doing things on behalf of the wealthy. So it's clear that there are certain instances where the deficit doesn't matter. Also, when it comes to military spending, we always have always have room in the budget, bitch. Somehow to give <laughs> to give the girls, Billions. you know, what they need in the terms of military. Billions. But we we don't have to. We, we can't give people, you know, we can't ensure a, a living wage. We can ensure housing. We can't ensure, you know, healthcare. We can't ensure these other things for people who legitimately need them, who are working, who are you know, participating in society. So the people who make the economy move in the first place, we can't ensure that they're okay, but we can ensure the military is fine. The military, A1. Right. And again, it's a stimulus bill. Like these are stimulus bills. And and let's look at this in the, I'm not going to do it. Cause y'all know I can go on a rant, but it's just, that's why I've been feeling a little bit disengaged again, kind of to what you said, if we did not vote, and when I say we, again, I'm talking about people who lean to the left or fall into the left. And like I do, bitch, fall in head over heels and fall in, in love with you. I'm falling <laughs> me in the left. 
people who are in the left, if you voted and you voted for Joe Biden and you voted in your local elections, Democrat, Democrat, we were the ones who brought about this stimulus bill. And mm-hmm. that's something to pat ourselves on the back for because there are a lot of great things in the bill. Mm-hmm. The $15 minimum wage needs to be, it's t- it's like seven twenty five. dollars You know, this is semi off topic, but also on topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to somebody on Twitter today and they were telling me how a video game that we play, so The Sims, you can mm-hmm. buy downloadable content for The Sims. They were saying that a, a downloadable content, an expansion pack for The Sims costs like 15% of the minimum wage, like of the monthly minimum wage in their country. How? 15%. How? One. First of all, why the fuck would you price a game that high? Mm-hmm. But second of all, y'all are not making any money. None. If 15% of your monthly wage is a video game, like how are you paying for your housing? How are you paying for housing? How are you paying for healthcare? How are you pay- paying to get those teeth? Those teeth, they need to be cleaned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They need to be cleaned. You need to go to the dentist. I'm not saying that to shave, but I'm saying that how you pay to go to the dentist? How do you pay to get a car? How do you pay for school? How do you pay to get out of your situation so that you can raise yourself up by your bootstrap? Somebody do some quick maths and tell me if you work 40 hours a week making 750 what your 725. 725, mm-hmm. what your monthly take home is after taxes. Girl. And then... Let me know if you can pay your your bills off of that. You can't. You can't. It's bananas. It's bananas. How do they? How are you expected to live on seven twenty five? I can't Let's even. Do, we're gonna do seven twenty five. We're gonna do gross seven twenty five. Seven twenty five times. Ooh, hold on. Let's do the math, girl. Seven twenty five times eighty is five hundred eighty dollars a month. That's gross. That's every two weeks. Yes. So a thousand dollars a month. Give me together math. One thousand one hundred sixty a month. Eleven hundred dollars a month. Yeah. I've lived in apartments where my rent was higher than eleven hundred dollars. And I'm just like my last was... apartment's rent was higher than eleven hundred. People will say, "Well, you know, in other there are companies who pay more. So why do we need to nationalize the minimum wage? But you want to do that so that you can say." Because your company can decide tomorrow, we're going to pay you less. Right. Like, your company can decide to do that. But if the, the the government decides that they're going to keep set a floor, this is the standard of living that we're going to ensure for our people who are participating in our economy by, you know, offering up labor <laughs> for these companies to utilize in order to have their businesses in the first place, then, you know... We have to ensure that certain standard of living, meaning that it's it's it costs this fifteen dollar minimum, and it's just I don't I don't know. And then to the argument where people are like, if we raise the minimum wage, then every other bill is going to raise. You're going to be in the same situation. So you agree, poverty is systemic. So you agree. But it's also kind of like, no, <laughs> I don't agree with that point. I think it, it, it. My thing is, people act like. People can't gauge when something is completely over the fuck price. Right. You get what I'm saying? If you go to McDonald's and suddenly because the $15 minimum wage, um, $15 minimum wage went up or was enacted and then your, your, your Big Mac went from being $5 to being $15, who's going to McDonald's? Right. Who's eating a $15 
Big Mac. <laughs> y'all, y'all not ready for me to go on my fucking uh, Marxist uh, economic theory, bitch, because the, the, the podcast, everything was shut down. Okay, <laughs> y'all really are not ready for that conversation because I could really go the fuck in about some fucking surplus value, bitch, and how really we're all being bamboozled every single day when we go and do work for these fucking employers. Every single day. Every single mm-hmm. Let me calm down. Let me calm, let me calm down. Let me calm down. This podcast was supposed to be about Attack on Titan. <laughs> because I'm mad. I'm mad because I don't want to pay these student loans back, bitch. Where is my, my forgiveness? That's why I'm also mad. And he's not budging. At all. Girl. Meanwhile, that was one of the things that he ran on. But then again, so was these $2,000 checks. So was this public option. Honestly, we've just all been lied to. Lied. And it's like, how am I supposed to continue to... Oh, my God. I mean, and I don't want to give people who, who, who... traffic in this lesser than two evil argue I mean who traffic in this they're both the same so I'm not gonna vote so disengage argument because I'm sorry it's that, not the same this when you're black that's not an option at all <laughs> that's not an option but and you also have to fall back on the we would not be getting the checks at all mm-hmm. had we not voted correct and also like his his response to COVID is sickening I think so. Like his, I think the vaccine rollout could have used a little bit of help, but I think it is years better than, than it Trump. was. Yes, than Trump, because I mean, he's he, when he said that there's going to be enough supply for people for adults in America, all adults in America, to have be vaccinated, fully vaccinated by May. Bitch, that's two minutes away. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means we could all be out having a hot girl summer. Bitch, asses on niggas' necks, sideburns, <laughs> bitch, noses, face, all that. And I'm ready. Eyebrows, eyelashes. I'm ready. I'm ready. Cheek, cheeks, just in niggas' face. Just out. <laughs> <laughs> on niggas' Adam's apple. Cheeks on Adam's apple is going to be the, names of the, show, the name of the show. The name of this episode. Cheeks on Adam's apples. <laughs> <laughs> but when you heard him say that he wasn't going to... So... I don't know if anyone saw the town hall clip. This is old, but bitch, I had to say something about this. The town hall clip where Joe Biden was asked by, um, I, I, I mean, I don't know if she represented any kind of organization, but she was asked in the town hall, the CNN town hall, she was asked, he asked, she asked him. So people are struggling in, you know, in order to jumpstart their lives, they need forgiveness, student loan forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And he and she was like, we're calling for a $50,000 student loan forgiveness, which again is like, okay, bitch, it really should be all of it. $50,000 would do me wonders, but it really should be all of it. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, he just flat out said, I'm not going to. You're not going to find someone who's going to do that in my administration. Which is, I mean, he, I don't think he ever promised 50K. I think he promised 10, maybe. But, like, have some cooth. Like, we're telling you that we're struggling and you're saying I don't care. And then there was a a clip where he was like, I, too, am struggling with my student loans. And I was like, Joe, shut up. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to leave. (laughs) I'm going to leave. And then his justification for it was like, well, yeah, I know all about student loans and people struggling because my children struggle with student loans Shut the like fuck my, up. Chi- my child one of his children you know is a social worker and you know but i'm like but they're children of senator they're the children of a senator 
Like, and you may not make as much money, but in the grand scheme of people's lives, bitch, the money that you have at your disposal is nothing comparable to what niggas have at their disposal. At all. At all. So, people are out here, like... You're a senator, and then your wife is... A doctor. Right. She's a professor. Like... Mm -hmm. Y'all are not hurting. You're not. <laughs> Stop it. You're not hurting. And had and your children gone to the university where she taught, they wouldn't have student loans. So the student loans were a choice. And the justification is what's killing me because he's he's trafficking in this false ass narrative. Two of them. One of them being that people he's his justification is that he can't do it because he's saying that he it's like against the law. All the shit that I, again, all the podcasts I listen to, they're like, no, bitch, that's a lie. He can do that if he wanted to. And the fact that he campaigned on the $10,000 student loan forgiveness gives you an indication that, wait, so we can cut off interest payments during this pandemic, but why can't we just forgive the loans altogether? And you were prepared, at least is what you ran on, to forgive 10,000, which may mean that you as the president, we're just going to make an executive order to just write that $10,000 off. Mm -hmm. Why not 50,000? Why not all of them? Even if we didn't get to the, why not 50,000? Where's the executive order? Where's at sis? Cause if you want to break it up, like you did this funky ass check, we got 600 before we're going to get 14. Now take 10 off now. And then later on, will you ready to take another 10? Like, why is nothing happening? Nothing, nothing. And then his other lie that he trafficked in was that he feels like it's only going to benefit high income earners. So um, people, he doesn't want to forgive the student loans for somebody who went to like a, an MIT, MIT who went to yeah. a Yale, who went to a, um, Harvard. But here's my thing. Mm. I, I don't understand denying people things because you don't want other people to have those right. things. Right. So you're going to tell me poor ass Taylor that I don't get any loan forgiveness because you don't want rich ass Nicholas to have loan forgiveness when he's going to be okay regardless. Right. I'm not going to be okay though, unless you help me. Right. He's going to be okay regardless because rich ass Nicholas is rich, AKA meaning that he probably already can, if not already pay those student loans off, a, probably doesn't have student loans, right. number one. Probably had the ability to pay off the tuition in full. So that's not even, that's like a, a false premise. B, if they do have student loans, my friend, I'm not going to say his name, told me, and if you know, you know, you out there. My friend told me that what would be happening is people in these um, institutions, what they do is they'll take out the student loans um, and they'll invest that money and then use that to make more money so that when they come out, they already have like a, a fund available to mm -hmm. them because they know that they can pay them at any time. Mm -hmm. I have a friend, I won't say his name either, mm -hmm. but he used the stipend that he got from his PhD program, mm -hmm. invested it, and then paid off all of his loans with that, like needed nothing else. So like they paid money. him to pay off his loans. And I'm not saying that that's not, because my thing is, look, I'm all about people using the tools of the system to get ahead of the system. Yeah, no, I'm not mad at this man. That was a smart move. <laughs> right. Niggas have to, and my thing is, I can critique the system and I can say that the system needs to change, but at the end of the day, we all have to live in this bitch. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be mad at this one individual who decided to use the system to, you know, to benefit them and get ahead of their situation. I'm not mad at that. But when we're talking about structural change and we're talking about what could help the lives of, you know, millions of people, you can't use that individual justification for why you can't do something for the majority. Right. I feel the same way about the stimulus checks. People were upset about the stimulus checks because people in jail are going to get them. Mm -hmm. First of all, 
everybody in jail is not a violent offender. And mm-hmm. even if they are violent, are you saying that they don't deserve rights? But also, why would you, why is the, why is there this idea that because somebody who you view as negative is getting it, that nobody should get it? Right. What and about it, all the rest of us? And it's a cost benefit analysis. Cause it's like, are, first of all, the people that you're talking about that you don't want to get something usually are the, the, the very small minority, you right. know what I'm saying? Very small minority. So you're going to disregard the experiences of the entire the the vast majority of people in order to kind of scorn this minority when at the end of the day you're just scoring all scorning all of them right it does it just doesn't make sense and now he's trying to say that he wants it to come via congress bitch we barely got this covid bill so what makes you think that congress is even going to pass any kind of student forgiveness because again going back to republicans ain't shit their position on the issue is that this is going to cause a moral hazard. This is going to teach people that you can take out loans and not have to pay them. Meanwhile, bankruptcy is a thing. Right. Because <laughs> y'all have been taking out money and not paying it back forever. Donald but then y'all just bank- bail out the banks two months ago. Right. Donald Trump, months, years, but yes. Months. Was it years? <laughs> I feel like it was in December. <laughs> was it? Did they do a bailout for the bank? Oh, well, you, you're right. Because they did as part of the, the initial passing of the CARES Act. There was a lot of like yeah. bailout or money for businesses in there um also like bankruptcy is a thing donald trump always talked about how he filed bankruptcy multiple Multiple times times. multiple times and people you know use bankruptcy as a tool to kind of reset their financial situation of course you can't file bankruptcy on your student loans that's the only kind of debt that you can so it's like it to me is looking more and more like y'all just using this to to as as a form of control yeah as a form of social control you want to put people in a position where they have to work these jobs that are harming them mentally but are you know participating in the economy in a way that provides labor right to line people's pockets and to help these businesses grow meanwhile it's not doing anything for them but harming them and it's digging them deeper and deeper into debt because the longer that i have the longer that i take paying off these student loans the more interest accrues like I was watching this podcast and I, I forget the name of the organization, but they were, they had a guest on the podcast and it was coming from this organization. I think it's called like the student loan debt um, collective or something. They're like this national organization that like organizes around student loan forgiveness and like lobbies, lobbies, not in like a, you know, they had this pack out here trying to give, you know, secret dark money to politicians, but are out here like organizing to change people's minds about student loans and bring about policy. They were, they had this guest who were talking about her experience with student loans and she just had left school probably like four years ago. And she was talking about how she had like an 11% rate on her like $40,000 student loans and how that transitioned to $80,000. Oh my God. And what people, the, the the other T that people are not clocking is the government is making money off this shit. Because mm-hmm. my loans are are federal student loans. Mm-hmm. My loans aren't through nobody's private, private provider. This is through the federal government. So when interest accrues, this is going back to the federal government. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be, again, representative of me. And what I want is the same federal government that is telling you they don't have enough money to send you $2,000 to uh, help you during a pandemic. 
is making money off of your, your student, student loans. loans. It's fucking wild. It's fucking wild. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to bring people's spirits down, but that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I feel like on paper, I know the capacity of government to provide a, like a material benefit to people's lives. I know that. But seeing this in action is making me feel like, like defeated. Like, mm-hmm. because niggas are a either dumb or just evil. You get what I'm saying? And don't, and are doing things that aren't going to help people when there's no, there's no obstacle. Like, I mean, I get it. The Republicans, you know, it's not like the, the Democrats have this huge majority and can just make sweeping legislation, but it's like, even still, you're not even doing politics well enough to kind of put the blame and the onus on the Republicans to own all of these issues. Like, I don't see why nobody's out here talking about, let me not say nobody, because I really haven't been watching, so I'm making claims without even having any kind of research, <laughs> which I often do. However, like, <laughs> I don't see them out here saying, like, you can come for us as Democrats and say that, you know, whatever, but please be clear that Republicans did not vote for this COVID bill. Like, I need to see more ads like that because it's just making it seem like all of y'all are the same and all of y'all are just liars. Right. And that's not going to be helpful if you want to secure power in the future. You need to start saying the quiet things out loud. Out loud, yeah. So, I'm sorry. That was my student loan rant. And one of these days, we going to really talk the numbers, bitch, because I have that in my spirit, too. Because, I mean, I rant about it because I really don't want to pay them. But in the grand scheme of my student loans, like... It's not that bad. If it, it it would be one thing if it was like a I took out forty thousand dollars, I pay back forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But it's the whole I took out forty thousand dollars, I pay back one hundred and twenty. That's really blowing me. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. The concept of interest is really fucking wild. And um, because y'all know that I wasn't going to be able to pay it back all at once. Mm-hmm. Y'all knew from jump that I wasn't going to be able to do that. So you're charging interest, knowing that I'm going to have to pay it and pay all of it. Mm-hmm. It's disrespect. <laughs> it's disrespect. Not disrespect, <laughs> bitch. Like this is some nigga who's fucking... It's disrespect. <laughs> that nigga came in my house and ate all of my food. Did I speak? speak <laughs> they didn't speak to me when they came into right. the room, bitch. Like it's really just trifling and disrespectful. Then like ask that. me if I wanted the last piece of cake. No, this nigga came in and ate everything. Everything, like. That's why when I was watching that clip, I sent Taylor a clip ages ago when we were supposed to record and we never did. <laughs> but there was this person on there who, his name is Dave Ramsey. I don't know if anyone knows who that is, but he's big and kind of like the financial freedom, like personal finance kind of realm, like self-help realm. So his whole brand is kind of getting people, like providing financial literacy and giving people like a pathway to getting out of like their financial situations or getting above that financial situation. So it's about paying debt, learning about the stock market, that kind of thing. And it's like, when you listen to what he says in a vacuum, I get it. Cause kind of going back to my point about like, we can have criticisms of the system, but at the end of the day, we have to live in this shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I can't be mad at you for working for the man when everyone is the man at this point. Like, and you have to do what you have to do in order to get to survive. Right. So people who decide to go on like a debt, you know, a debt paying journey or decide that they're going to kind of 
go on a journey for financial freedom and are like paying back their debt and like learning the stock market, I don't fault you. What I do have a problem is, is when you don't, when you try to take those same kind of uh, narratives that you're hearing via like the day, the Dave Ramsey's of the world and the people who are out here kind of preaching self-care and kind of take that to a larger conversation. And I think that other people should do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because again, if you're not t- saying to people, you can't pay your debt if you don't make enough money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because really, the basis of this is all, it's a math equation. All this is, 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 is very simple. You can't save money if you don't make money. Correct. So you, how are you saving on 725? You, you best, not. you better have no expenses. You better just be out here. Right. Living in your mom's basement. She not asking you to pay no rent, no bills. You better not be paying your phone bill. Don't have to put no gas in your car. Nothing. And even then, I'm like, you probably going to have $2 at the end of the month. Like, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even then. Don't order McDonald's. Even then. Like, and, and usually people who go on these financial kind of freedom journeys, what they don't tell you is that half the time they have had to sacrifice so much in order to get to this place where they're, you know, debt free. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I was watching um, this interview where this man was like, yeah, I kind of like, you know, when I wanted to pay off my first uh, series of student loans that I got after I did my bachelor's degree, he said he owed like $70,000. He said, yeah, I moved to the, to, to the middle of the country and was just completely away from my family. And I had to sequester myself away from them because that's what you do when you want to pay back your student loans. You just completely alienate yourself from your family. Oh, my gosh. And he alienated himself from the family. And then he kind of kept his head down and worked all these hours to pay them off, you know, for for you know, he just didn't do certain things and that's what led him to the space where he could not pay back his, I mean, where he could pay off all his student loans. And I'm like, this does not sound like a life. Like it doesn't sound healthy. It doesn't sound a desirable life to me. Like we shouldn't have to forego fucking healthcare. We shouldn't have to forego. We shouldn't have to eating ramen noodles and fucking eating out of, you know, eating cat food in order to pay off some student loans. I just want, I just want it to make sense. Right. I want the math to math. And I want the world to be better. You, that's really my whole thing is I want the world to be better. And I want people to understand that, like, I get it. Self-help is like, self-help is, I get it. I really do get it. Cause it's like when you, you need something to help you get through the day. You need something to help you kind of weed that. And you need something that's going <laughs> to help you gain control or at least a semblance of control over your situation. I get it. But don't read too much into that shit. And don't be feeling like you can use that as justification to judge other people. Because at the end of the day, again, you can't pay back. You can't, you can't buy into the stock market if you don't have money. I'm sorry. And it's like, if you really think about it, you're, it's not designed for you to be able to buy into it. Right. Because if you had to take out $40,000 worth of loans and now you owe $70,000 and they're paying you seven twenty-five, dollars how? Make that math work. That math does not math. It, it just work. doesn't. It doesn't work. None of that money that you own is technically, or your, your earning is technically yours because it's all tied up in right. loans. And it's going to be that way pay. for forever, yeah. especially if you're only making seven twenty-five, And even... I mean, that's not to say that everybody who comes out with a bachelor's degree makes minimum wage, but like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Or something close to minimum wage. 
you might not be making 725 but you're not making you know 22 like and this is i'm, I'm sorry this is my last time i'm gonna make it that we can change subject because i'm sorry i can't go about this forever <laughs> but like i again going back to how republicans think about this issue their immediate response is going to be to blame the individual to say, okay, well, why didn't you get a job in a more lucrative field? Why did you get a job where it was a little bit more financially stable? How? And it's like, where to me, it's kind of like, it's so easy to say that there's something very specific about this person and individual, this individual that brought them to this problem. But if a lot of people are experiencing the same problem, at what point are you going to say, wait, so if she's do if she has this same issue, this is my board. Oh my God. This is just took me all <laughs> I the love way. this. This is my favorite one. This is the one with the cars. Yeah. They had this in double dash too, bitch. I used to always get tore up by that motherfucking buses and shit. Totally um, turnpike. That's my favorite one. I love this. But um sorry. ADHD. <laughs> um What was I saying? Hold on. What was I saying? I totally forgot what the fuck I was saying. Um what was I saying? I was saying that, oh yeah, it's so it's just easy to blame the individual for something that is so it's 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 completely structural. That's my point. It's so easy to sit here and say that the reason that you don't have a certain outcome is because you didn't live your life in a very specific way. But when you start operating within those terms, you start to realize that the terms that they want you to live your life in are very fucking narrow. Mm -hmm. So you have to be, you know, you make sure, make sure that you get a job in healthcare because there's always going to be niggas who need a job in healthcare. But then it's kind of like now we come to a realization that, you know, isn't the healthcare kind of like oversaturated? Mm -hmm. Like th there was a time where I remember when I was growing up, it was like, make sure that you get a job in healthcare. Cause that'll ensure that you have stability moving forward. And that's kind of true, but it's also kind of not because I feel like there's a lot of people who are still trying to become doctors and then it's kind of becoming oversaturated. And it also depends on what you consider healthcare. Cause like, yeah, you could be, you could be a doctor, you could be a registered nurse, but like you could go into, um, a gynecology and right. not make any money <laughs> because it's a women's field. And also like what people don't understand is, but you're going into healthcare, but you're taking out $300,000 in Loans. to become a doctor. And, um, people who work at hospitals, maybe not necessarily doctors, but like nurses who work at hospitals don't make shit. They work crazy fucking hours mm -hmm. and they're still trying to pay off their student loans. So the whole get a good job, get a job in healthcare is like, it's a moot point because it's all bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's all bullshit. So I say that to say that when you go into this kind of self-care, um, financial literacy kind of, of uh, rabbit hole, just again, I understand you needing something to kind of help you give you tools to navigate your situation, but don't look at look at it through that lens don't you know start preaching to people about how they can live better lives for themselves i just don't fuck with that i don't fuck with that <laughs> i don't <laughs> like that i would never tell someone this is what you should do in order to have x outcome i can tell you what, what I, I did right <laughs> but we are not the same and I, it might not work for you i can offer you my experience and we can what you what you you know kind of garner from that is what you garner from that but i can't I'm not going to ever say that you should do this in order to, to have this specific outcome. Cause I feel like that's complete bullshit. Cause again, in order for you to save, you have to have in the first place. Mm -hmm. You Let's have to not even just have, you have to have more than enough, more than what you need in order to save. Correct. Cause you have to be able to pay your bills and then also put money away, which is often 
your bills are often way more mm-hmm. than, than you make in the first place. What you will ever have the capacity to have when it comes to, um, you know, your income. I used to think about this all the time. When I was living in an apartment and I was working like, I want to call it a regular job, but like a, like a traditional. Yeah. But not, not a salary job, like an hourly job. When mm-hmm. I was working an hourly job and I was like, I'm really pulling stunts, like pushing bills off, like, because it, I cannot afford everything all at once. Like, Girl. I'm really, like, calling the uh, the internet people and being like, hey, I'll get you two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Because, like, I, and I used to think all the time, I don't want to live this life forever because this is stressful. I'm stressed stressful. out all of the time. And I, I live that way now, and I don't make anywhere near 15. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we can have a conversation. I mean, when I say... I'm, I exceed 15. Right. I exceed 15 and I there are still times when I'm like, I think right now I had to put off one of our bills. And it's just, I mean, and again, there are we two can of really, us here. We can really have a conversation about personal finance at some point and talk to an expert. Again, Kevin, bitch, we've talked, we've invoked your name <laughs> multiple many, times. <laughs> many a times, Kevin. Like Beetlejuice. How many times you got to say it before you show up? <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but, um, we can have a conversation about personal finance and that kind of thing. Um, but I honestly do feel like what people don't understand is, again, we are always one, you know, what did they say to Tanisha? You're one cheeseburger away, bitch. Oh, that was a fat public as fuck. With bitch. It I, was. I did laugh. I did laugh. <laughs> don't, how dare you, bitch? Okay. Why could it be, you know, you're one fucking, you know, cheesecake. Why is it? Could it be something a little bit more, you know, decadent, bitch? You're one cheesecake away, bitch. Why had to be cheeseburger? <laughs> fuck you, hoe. But, um. Yeah, we're we're one life happening away from this whole everything just tumbling and falling. Mm-hmm. So you we want there to be a social safety net so that way we can always have something to fall back on and pick ourselves back up. Because right now it's very much so. It, it, what is it called? Like um, winner takes all, kind of like all or nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very much so what it's giving bitch okay let's move to change subjects i'm sorry we talked about that all right it's i mean it's been an hour so <laughs> it's been an let's, hour and 10 minutes let's talk about attack on titan okay um so last time we talked i don't think i had started season 30 mm-hmm. season three started and i was very confused because i was like who are these people <laughs> i mean not season three season four mm-hmm. i was like who are these people um but i'm i'm up to speed now the, the one little girl who is i guess like the not reincarnation, but like the foil for Mikasa, the little girl with the purple hair. She is a Marleyan. Anyway, when she's she's Eldian, but um, she is a warrior for Marley. She's supposed to inherit the Beast Titan. Oh, <sighs> she gets um, the fuck on my nerves. She um, let me make sure I don't spoil this for you. If you haven't watched this yet, season four, wait, maybe you don't listen to this hold part. Hold on, who are you talking about? She's the one who killed Sasha. Oh, you're talking about Gabby. Yeah, okay. I can't fucking stand that bitch. No, I can't either. <sighs> I can't stand her at all. She gets on my nerves. I like um Falco though. I be, I'm okay with Falco. He's cool. I think I'm this fucking um 87 piece Fantasia ass hair that he has, bitch. <laughs> I really don't fucking him because it's like Aaron. I understand. Mm-hmm. Like I really yes. understand. He watched his mother get eaten. I understand that man too. Everything that he does is to get rid of the Titans. I'm kind of nervous now that he is a Titan that he's doing that, but whatever. And I get it, but it's like mm, it's it's you you really have to start weighing the cost of things. Like you really were out here killing. And don't get me wrong, because them the Marleyan 
people have done fuck shit. Like when they what they did to his grandpa. Fuck grand- shit. Yes. His father, his father's, his his aunt, essentially his aunt, his father's sister, mm-hmm. who was eaten by the dog. Mm-hmm. As a child. I'm sorry. I just, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like that just really, I, I was pissed. But then fucking Gabby has the nerve to be like, you know what your people did? Talking to the Eldians, like you guys are, are island devils. Meanwhile, I mean, she's an Eldian too. But meanwhile, the people that you fight for are killing children, are giving children to dogs. So and- like. What? And then you don't have enough self-awareness to understand that or at least can't or not willing to recollect the fact that two seconds ago, Homeboy was about to throw out. Remember the first episode of season four where they were having they were in that battle with that nation? Mm-hmm. He was about to sacrifice about good a good 800 Eldians. All of them. Like he was about to sacrifice them. So you already understand the capacity of Marleyan people mm-hmm. to to you know, just completely disregard your, your entire race and, and sacrifice you guys for the purposes of their own kind of ends. So why would you think that, you know, like, why do you hold on to this view so hard? Like, I just don't understand why she, she's so with, I mean, I guess it's, it's literally indoctrination. Yeah. It's indoctrination and she's a child, but like at the same time, you see the things like mm-hmm. at some point you have to say to yourself, this doesn't make any fucking sense. And the reason that she came up with the plan during that first, um, th- this is why the writing on the show was so crazy and so good. The reason that she came up with the plan to like break down that armor truck that was coming on the, um, the mm-hmm. armor train was because she wanted to protect those Eldian people. Mm-hmm. So you already have a, enough kind of like reflexive thinking to understand that, if Marlans are left to their own devices, y'all niggas are dead. All of you. Every last are one dead. of you. So you have to do something yourself in order to overcome kind of this. It's, it's giving very much so like um, respectability politics versus kind of right. like radical, you know, fuck all this shit kind of politics. They're also using you. Right. <laughs> like the only reason that they have you as part of their guard is because you're the only ones who can become Titans. That's it. That's it. They would not need Eldians if 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 Marlians were able if Marlians were able to become Titans to inherit the nine one of they the nine they would not need the Eldians they would they would have completely they would have killed you right they would have killed every last one of you and it's just crazy because all of this is about perspective none of us nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> and this is because I feel like. I like the conversations that they're having, but I also kind of feel like, are y'all trying to say something about like white people and structural racism? I, I, you know, or is that what the conversation that you're trying to have? Um, the people who wrote Attack on Titan, I don't fuck with that. However, <laughs> because although it's different in the, in this case, because we legitimately don't know. This is about perspective. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the shit that white people did to, to, to people in general is documented <laughs> across land, sea, time, space, and dimension. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's, it's, it's documented, well-documented. And it's, it's, there, there's not anything up for debate at this point. Whereas, when it comes to Attack on Titan, the, Marle- the Marleans versus the Eldians, niggas, we really don't know. Yeah. All of this is through the perspective of the people who are alive telling their story. Right, and it's all, it, the story changes based on who's telling it. Right. Because you look at Reiner, like, do you feel sorry for him? 
For Reiner? Yeah. No, I really can't stand him either. I I do feel something. I don't know mm. if it's if it's sorry. <laughs> I feel something for him and his like because he is essentially the same as Gabby. And I don't like Gabby either, but mm. it's essentially the same type of story, right? Like he was LDN. Wasn't he the one whose parents were like trying to start a revolution and then he snitched on them? Was that him? No, that wasn't him. That was um Zeke. Zeke. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Zeke, that was him. And then come to find out this was all part of some fucking three-dimensional ass test yeah. chess master plan where he did that to to ensure the the longevity of kind of the LDN restorationist. Mm-hmm. Um, bitch, I really she be. Was wild. I don't know if I remember much of Reiner's backstory. I know I feel sorry for him that he like his his core friendship the four titans that were sent to mm-hmm. paradise island in the first place that he's basically lost all of them i feel bad for him in that aspect mm-hmm. that he essentially doesn't have a family anymore because that was his family yeah. but also you guys were doing some fuck shit so <laughs> so when you watch when you watch that and then you saw now thinking about the episode where he was talking about you know um i just want to go home like, when I tell you watching that now, like, completely different. Like, I was like, wait. So, these niggas were really trying to take Aaron and just go back across the fucking city. Mm-hmm. That's what they were trying to do. Back to Marley, though. Yeah. Is that what he's saying is mm-hmm. home? I mean, I, technically, that was the it's Eldian's home. home before it was conquered by Marley. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted to do. He said he wanted to go back home. Yeah. So he, he said, we're going to get Aaron and go home. But he I, he was considering it home because he was sent here by the Marlan army in mm-hmm. the first place. Yeah. This show is wild. There's so many different levels and layers to the show. And I like I said, I really I, just thought it was the Titans. <laughs> There's a lot going and on. And it's crazy because it gets fucking bigger. Like every episode is like, uh, it really has you out here thinking. Like, Who is um the volunteers? The volunteers? Who the are those The warrior niggas? candidates. Who the volunteers? No, the they came to Paradise Island. Um, it was like a black guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. the only black guy in the entire series, and this you uh, like girl with the blonde bob talks about that. Do you like how they talked about the way, like he was different than other people? How Sasha was like, "Why is your skin black?" Yeah, I liked how they approached it. I also think back to I think it was in like season one or two mm-hmm. where um. Mikasa was talking to Aaron and she was like, it was back before when everybody was different races mm-hmm. because now I guess we've all transcended race or something like that. Right. Or something. Like that. <laughs> um, so I like how they like, you know, skirt around the whole race issue by saying like, it's not, it's not a thing anymore. And it's also, I mean, this is, it's so interesting because when you really think about like the way that people are drawn and how you could really use that to have like critical conversations about race because even on Paradise Island, none of y'all niggas really look alike. Like all y'all are drawn yeah. to look like white people. I mean, <laughs> like fair skinned people. I'll just say that. Yeah. All y'all are drawn to look like fair skinned people, but even like we're supposed to think that Mikasa looks different than everyone else. Mm-hmm. We're also supposed to like Connie doesn't look like Sasha. Connie doesn't look like um what's her name? Um the blonde hair queen. Um, Annie, Annie oh um, Historia Historia like so even then it's like you, you kind of could like you couldn't garner the fact that like people have different facial fe- features which mean they may be coming from different parts of the world yeah so um, we did get the whole that 
Mikasa was was special because she was Oriental. Oh, and the people Oriental mm-hmm. and the people from um, this is their language, not ours. Yeah, <laughs> this is theirs. Uh, the people her her family, I guess, came mm-hmm. back to get her. I don't fully understand what's going on there either. They are from. I forget what it's called. I want to. I'm about to say Kiyoshi, bitch, but that's Avatar. <laughs> they have to start the rumbling or something like that. They're dependent on the rumbling happening, which I'm still confused about what that is. I'm actually very confused about this show. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Um, there are titans in the walls. Mm-hmm. Lots the, of titans in the walls. The way that they were able to, and I mean, I they still have to explain this whole thing, but yes, there are titans in the walls. And they use the hardening to create the walls. So that's why there's... What, what kind of titans are they, though? Cause colossal like, titans. How do we have so many of them? I don't I don't understand that either. Because there was only supposed to be the one. nine, and then there was one colossal titan. I don't know. Maybe because it's like... I don't... Because I think there's some kind of chemistry in how you how much like titan spinal fluid that you inject to someone, what kind of result that could have on. Because when you think about it, in the episode where Aaron was locked in the um like the ice crystal dungeon, mm-hmm. he just had to inject something into him to get the hardening ability. He didn't have that the entire time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he didn't eat a titan for he that, did huh? eat and He didn't eat a titan. He just injected something in order to get it. So maybe there's like, there's a way of for people to manufacture these specific kinds of titans if they have the specific kind of spinal That's cord Interesting. So we could take a bunch of pure titans and make them colossal. colossal titans. At least with the ability to harden, not necessarily to have like that explosion power that Barato and um, yeah. Armin had. But yeah. There's Titans in the wall. We have to talk about um, Mikasa's bob. Bitch. I mean, her pixie cut, because it's cute. It's so cute. When I tell you that scene where Aaron was like, now or never, Mikasa. Mm-hmm. And then she popped out of nowhere. He just knew she was coming. I was like, okay, they planned this. And then it got to the end of the episode, and they were like, Aaron, you're always taking off and just expecting us to show up and save right. you. And I was like, well, bitch, you did. You so... Did. <laughs> And Aaron really ain't shit because he knows what he means to people mm-hmm. and he, he's a user, but he's doing it because he, at this point, it's kind of like making you question, is it about revenge or is it legitimately about you feeling like this is what it's going to take in order for us to get over this cycle of this, this, this year long, not year long, but you years know, long, years but- long struggle between these two, these two, you know, people. Bitch, wait until you see the most recent episode, because... I need to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but... Yeah, so that whole conversation, I like the way that they handled it, because it, it seemed authentic when they talked about um Homeboy being darker skin because it was kind of like, we legitimately have never seen someone black <laughs> in space. <laughs> and I like the fact that they have black... Like, you know what I'm saying? They have black people in... They've written it into the story, and it's not... It's kind of like they touch race but it's not race in kind of like a niggas were slave type way yeah. it's race in like a this is part of the story but not part of the story at the same time which I appreciate it because it's just good to have a little bit of break from you kind of these heavy ass conversations about race but, yeah. but then you think about the context of like Marleyans versus Eldians and it really is just about race <laughs> so, <laughs> so is this um yeah. I thought it might be, but then I got nervous because it's only 11.05. They don't close to 11. 
She got a key, so hopefully it is Keon. <laughs> okay. Keon, is that you? Hello. We were scared. I'm about to leave. I love you though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to leave. What else do you want to talk? What do you have any other questions? We can have another full breakdown if you need to another time. I feel like I have last questions, but I might need to like go back and like write the Watch. questions down. But um, hold on, let me think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, oh, 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 Aaron eating the Warhammer, Warhammer Titan, Titan mm-hmm. was interesting because he crushed it with the Jaw Titan's Titan. jaw. Mm-hmm. So did the Jaw Titan also eat the Warhammer Titan? I don't Shit. think so. I thought that. Tell like, bitch, you, you're not doing this right. Just right. <laughs> you're potentially risking him eating the fucking Warhammer Titan. Then he's gonna grow a fucking thing. The the that whole episode, those series of episodes were fucking wild. Yeah, they were really crazy. Aaron um, infiltrating Marley was is probably my favorite arc in the entire series. When I found out that that was that nigga Aaron. <laughs> That was that nigga Aaron. Because I'm sitting here looking at this man. I'm right. like, this man is really getting a lot of a screen time. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, who's who this, this man? <laughs> Why do we care about this man? With this long ass fucking 27 piece yakky ass hair. Why, we, <laughs> why do we care about this man? And then come to find out, this is when he looked at the camera and I saw them green eyes, bitch, I raised from the, <laughs> the depths of my bed. Raised. I raised up. And I was like, oh no. This is him with this long ass hair. It was um I noticed I noticed my voice <laughs> when they were uh leading the cart. She really freaks me out. The cart titan and um She's a smart ass bitch. Though. The jaw titan. Yeah, but I just the way she be crawling around mm-hmm. like the girl from the grudge. Um <laughs> when the they, way that they drew these titans too also was just kind of like Yeah, because why her face look like that? And my baby Sasha, my baby Sasha, I don't care. Rest in peace. That's my girl. She did not give a fuck when she shot them niggas and who were on the Jaw Titans back. She did. They deserved. And he was, she was about to kill her. The, um, uh, what's her name? Peak. Mm-hmm. When she was about to attack her. Sasha, did not, she said, bitch, what? I have this gun, <laughs> bitch. What you finna do? <laughs> she said, what? Excuse me? What? I knew that one of them was going to die when they were up on the airship and the three of them were hugging and they were like, I'm so happy that we all made it back together. And I was like, yeah. oh, bitch, one of you is about to go. That was spoiled for me because people on the internet. But oh, damn. It's okay. Because it's <laughs> kind of like, I like how they are still like incorporating Sasha in it after the fact, mm-hmm. though. Because, bitch, with that episode after. Yeah, well, I, I'm trying not to spoil the recent episode for you, but I can't remember. Have you seen the restaurant episode yet? No, I haven't seen that. Okay, that's the most recent episode. You got to watch that episode. That's a really good episode. They, they're they doing something with the wine. They're not slick. Because why they're, not they, slick. they're not slick. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here like, why they keep zooming in on this fucking wine? And it's becoming a fixture in every single part. Are they... What are they trying to do? Indoctrinate people? Are they turning people into... Giving people the spinal fluid through the, vi- the wine? You want me to tell you or you want to watch Don't the episode? Tell me. <laughs> Don't tell me. I'll watch it. Don't tell me. They are indeed doing something with the wine. Yes. Cause they kept zooming in on this shit. I'm like, bitch, you're not slick. This fucking cabot ass, barefoot ass wine, bitch. Um, Aaron is a captive, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Well, no, he just was recently released after they killed. The last episode I seen is when they killed um, Homeboy, like the the chief, the the prime, the premiere. Okay, the premiere. so Aaron just escaped. I've only missed one episode. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember because I watched them all in succession. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it though, and then we can have a break. We need to do another anime show because this is the point. This this is a part of our brand at this point, <laughs> bitch. Okay, here are fat people with opinions. Our opinions are about anime <laughs> <laughs> solely. But yeah, we need to do another one. You can pick the next one. Mm, never mind. I don't want you to. Not do that. you can pick the next one. I want you to watch Claymore next. Okay, I can watch that. That one's it's not a lot of seasons. It's only one um season. All of it's on YouTube. They I need have... it to be good like Attack on Titan though. I'm not going to say good. it's as good as Attack on Titan, but already I was into it because all of the characters who matter to me are women. Okay. Oh They're yeah, white. I remember you talking about this. They're white women. But I don't. <laughs> they're white. But it, I mean, it's kind of interesting because I'm like, are they really white women, or are that is that just how? Well, no, they're white women. Okay. But um, it's a really really good anime, and you you start to like the characters, and all of it is on YouTube, and they have the dub and the um the the sub version. Okay. I would, bitch. Is, is this us participating in legal activity? You know, advocating for piracy. I don't know, but um. Because <laughs> it's on YouTube, but um, I would recommend the dubbed version because okay. I think the voice acting is really, really good. I'm gonna watch it, and all the characters have like really dope ass names, like Flora. Yes, Flora Claire. I might name one of my childs, one of my childs, one of my children Flora. Flora. I really like that name. Jean Undine. Undine. Yes, Undine. It's so good. Oh my god. I used to, I watch it at the gym all the time. I'm on the stair stepper wall when I was on the stair stepper. Alright, we're done. This is <laughs> thank you for this episode of um Fat People with Opinions, whatever the show is called. We love you. That is the name of the show, yes. Wait, weekly consumption go fast. Okay, mine is the spicy chicken sandwich from McDonald's is bomb. Get it with extra spicy sauce and lettuce and cheese. It's really good. Mine is Carolina style barbecue Utz chips. Wow. <laughs> that was very specific. I feel like I've talked about these <laughs> chips. I really do, but they are so good. Okay. All right. They're the ones in the blue bag. They don't sell them any everywhere. If you're partial to a salt and vinegar, I am not. However, these give you that, but sweet. Okay. Okay. So they're really like your tongue, you begin, it, it's a lot of flavor in this chip. You said it's Carolina Gold? Carolina, bitch. Carolina style barbecue. <laughs> okay, because Carolina Gold barbecue sauce is really good. So, if it's like that. So, then. maybe that's where they got the inspiration from. Because it, it, Carolina Gold barbecue sauce gives like a salt, a sweet salt and vinegar. Yeah. It's really good. It's, you can definitely taste the vinegar and you definitely can taste the salt and you can taste the barbecue. So, it's I would recommend it. They're really good. That's like my new favorite chip. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, that was Fat People with Opinions. We'll see you next Next time. (laughs) (laughs) Next time we will see you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.